to stand and lifting activities. So, sit to stand. Uh, people of all ages often use their arms to assist in rising up from the chair. As you can see in the third slide, individuals with low extremity injuries or poor balance or your elderly individuals may require assistance of chair arms uh, whenever they stand from a seated position. Okay, going to the next slide, on slide number three, sorry, slide number two, you'll see there the sequence of movement. Uh, prior to standing, the body is positioned so the lower extremities are prepared to accept the body weight. The hips move to the edge of the seat and the body leans forward to place the trunk's center of mass over the legs. The hands are on the arms of the chair and as force is directed down on the hands, the center of mass moves forward over the feet as the lower extremities simultaneously extend. Ma-reach nila ang extended position, the trunk moves upright to place the body's center of mass over the feet and the hands move to rest by the lateral thighs. Simple lang, no? Pero dumdamo na siya components. On the third slide, you'll see there your joint motions of your sit-to-stand using the arms of a chair. As I've said, in preparation for rising out of a chair, the hips are moved forward in the chair either by two things, walking the hips forward or by pushing the back against the back of the chair. In walking the hips forward, the body weight moves from one side of the pelvis to the other as the non-weight bearing pelvis rotates forward until the hips are on the edge of the seat. Dog scooting bala? Scooting forward or amuna siya ang other term sang walking the hips forward. If the individual moves for um forward by pushing against the back of the chair, the back extends into the chair to allow the hips to slide forward. Then the trunk moves to an upright position when the hips are at the edge of the seat. Also, in your preparation, the hands are placed on the arms of the chair with the elbows flexed at about 90 degrees. Or depende kung ano ang height ni patient kag ano yung arm length. The shoulders are seen to be hyperextended with the elbows behind the trunk and the hips are flexed to pila. To about 90 degrees to position the trunk of, uh, forward over the thighs. The knees are flexed beyond 90 to move the feet under the hips, as you can see over there. Or kung gasit mangid kamo, subong, you can see there that it is beyond 90 degrees. And the ankles are dorsiflexed. The individual should look forward to keep the back straight. Hindi pwede nga magtanaw sa dalom kay ma curve ang spine. Dapat neutral lang ang spine kay para mas nami ang pagposisyon sang imo nga center of gravity. Forearm position depends on how the arms of the chair are grasped. They may either be in pronation or neutral mid position. 
the wrists are in extension, as you can see, and the fingers and thumbs are flexed or grasping the arms of the chair. Okay? On the fourth slide, you'll see there the joint motion as the movement of standing begins. The shoulders, again, move from hyperextension to either slight hyperextension or neutral extension. The elbows extend and the wrists move towards neutral as the hands come off the chair arms. The neck moves from hyperextension to align with the trunk in neutral as the hips and knees extend. Okay. Uh, before the hips extend to move the body upright, the head must also move ahead of the feet so the center of mass is positioned over the feet. Always yun na nga, during standing, i-prioritize ang center of mass is over the feet. If this does not occur, the individual is likely to have difficulty rising without assistance. The feet should stay firmly planted on the floor. But the ankles must also move from dorsiflexion to a neutral position. As the motion continues, dupasaka na siya, and the body weight is fully accepted by the lower extremities from your hips down to your knees, then to your tarsals, especially your talus and calcaneus. The hands release their grasp on the chair arms, and the thumb and fingers move to a resting position. Okay, that is every joint that is being uh, moved using from your sit-to-stand. Your muscular activity is usually done in three portions. Um, in slide number five, you'll see the preparation to stand. Slide number six, stability of the trunk. And slide number seven, during standing. So there are three phases of your muscular activities. Going back to slide number five, um, preparation to stand usually involves a low level of activity of the trunk and the lower extremity. The upper extremity must also perform minimal activity to position the arms during the preparatory phase. So whole body mugidya is preparing itself to stand. Now, if the individual walks the hips forward atong scooting, the QL or the quadratus lumborum, gluteus medius, and minimus on the elevated hip lift and rotate the pelvis forward as the contralateral weight-bearing side elongates. Okay? Si QL kag si Jimin ang naga hip elevation and rotation sa ipsilateral side nga naga forward if the back is pushed against the back of the chair or uh, ginatiklod mong imo self uh, to move the hips forward the back extensors contract concentrically to slide the hips forward the abdominal muscles ang imo rectus abdominis obliques uh, transversus abdominis, then flex to move the trunk to an erect position. The hamstrings contract to increase knee flexion so that the feet slide under the chair. 
your plantar muscles sa dalom, uh, especially your gastrocnemius, assist in knee flexion and also contracts to stabilize the feet on the floor, whereas the ankles are dorsiflexed primarily by the TA. Your posterior deltoid, that is most dorsi and teres major at the back, move the shoulder into extension as the downward scapular rotators. Sino na sila? Downward scapular rotators or medial rotators. Sige pa ang scapula. Sino? Sila ni rhomboid scag levator scap. Okay? They position the scapula in a medially rotated or downwardly rotated position. The elbows and wrists are passively positioned through the shoulder's motion and placement of the hand on the chair arm. Okay. On the next slide, you'll see there your stability of the trunk. Uh, especially the erector spinae, siya na ang nag-stabilize gid sa trunk throughout the most uh, portions of your sit-to-stand. The scapular muscles also work isometrically ang kagina to stabilize the scapula. Specifically again, the downward rotators or the medial rotators and then the scapular depressors. Your lower traps, uh, what else? Mm, latissimus dorsi and pectoralis minor. Uh, there's moderate activity from the latissimus dorsi, teres major, and sternal head of the pectoralis major as it uh, extend and adduct the glenohumeral joint. And again, they work as stabilizers of the arm. The rotator cuff stabilizes the GH joint to prevent the force of the downward push from moving the humeral head into the upper portion of the glenoid fossa. Again, rotator cuff, see? Supraspinatus, uh, infraspinatus, teres, minor, and subscapularis. They form ano gane, a negative pressure and then its pull, all of those pull contribute kay para hindi magsaka ang head of humerus sa acromial space para hindi matabo ang impingement. Nandaban sa shoulder nga lesson. Okay, going back. Uh, elbow extension occurs as a result of the triceps concentrically contracting. If the forearm is in mid-position, the supinators must co-contract with the pronator teres and your quadratus. Kay para ma butang niya ang forearm in mid-position. The fingers are flexed by the FDS and FDP and adapted by the sino? Palmar or dorsal interossi. That's your adduction of the fingers, ADD. That is your palmar interossi. The wrist is passively maintained in extension by the weight of the body on the hands, but there may be some activity of your flexor and uh, extensor carpi muscles as they work synergistically to stabilize the wrist. 
The trunk is held over the hips by an ext- uh, eccentric contraction of your extensors of the back, mainly your erector spinae. The abdominals and multifidus stabilizes the low back and your pelvis as you go to standing. Okay. Uh, on the seventh slide, we'll see there your muscular activity during the motion. First, the neck and the trunk isometrically contract to maintain a spinal position using again your extensors, your splenius, cervicis, and rector spinae. As the body continues going up from sitting to standing, the neck moves from hyperextension to neutral by eccentric contraction of your cervical extensors and slight co-contraction of your cervical flexors. Cervical flexors mo this time, I see. Sino? Dua sila. Your SCM and scalenes. The shoulders continue to extend and adduct by the latissimus dorsi, teres major, and pers- uh, sternal portion of your pectoralis major with the scapula continually stabilized by downward rotation and scapular depression. Now again, di ba, mag-adduct kasang imo arms, there is, kung i-forcefully adduct mo siya at the side, pero sahon mo gid, there is co-contraction of your front and back muscles. Specifically, yung hambal to kagina. Pectoralis major, your sa front, and sa likod, we have your downward rotators. Next, your katheter sa shoulder. The rotator calf muscles supports the GH joint at all times. Going down, your elbow is further extended by the triceps. Um, the forearm continues to be stabilized either in mid-position or pronation, and the wrist fingers and thumb continue the actions. Kung ano lang tong aral sa uh, muscular activity kagina. Once the buttocks are lifted from the chair, the hips extend via concentric contraction of the G-max and hamstrings. The knees extend by quadriceps activity. Okay. And uh, gastrocnemius eccentrically assists in controlling knee extension and ankle motion to neutral. Kaya ginapul ya ang imonga uh, femur sa origin. Ginaimo ya ni gastrocnemius ginaprevent ya ang too much contraction ni quads by eccentrically contracting on the knee. As the hands are released from the chair, the hands further opens with a slight abduction and uh, movement of the thumb. Your finger abduction is caused by opposite some palmar, your dorsal interossi. These muscles, along with all the upper extremity, move the arms into a relaxed position with the arms at the side. Okay? And then, you can now 
you are now in a standing position with all of the muscles isometri uh, isometrically contracting on your back to, pro to provide stability. Concentric and eccentric contractions are found in your lower extremity. Okay, para ma-stabilize ka during standing. Next, on the next slide, you'll see there your lifting. Um, lifting is actually a method or technique that, that have been described, proposed, and used by different generations. Uh, each of the methods focuses on posture or position of the lumbar spine and how it is maintained during lifting. That is the number one aspect of your lifting. The lumbar area is especially important because this is where most injuries due to lifting or associated activities occur. Stress to the lumbar spine can be caused by posture of the person that uses the lift or the weight or the size of the object lifted, the repetitive, uh, repetitiveness of the activity, the physical condition of the structures of the lumbar area, or the sustainment of a flex lumbar spine. Again, ano to? Posture of the person that uses the lift, weight or size of the object lifted, kapilaging himo ang activity, or the repetitiveness of the activity, the physical condition of the structures of the lumbar spine, is there any disc bulges, is there any joint malalignment, or is there muscle spasm around the lumbar area? Or the sustainment of a flex lumbar spine? Kay dapat hindi na siya flex but lordotic. All of these factors can lead to discomfort, debilitating pain, or impairment. Therefore, the person who lifts and reach excessively as part of their daily life should be advised to avoid Activities, postures, and positions that may lead to injury. Okay? Uh, before performing the lifting activity, you should always prepare yourself mentally and physically and plan for the series of events or movements that will require to perform the activity. Dapat, it's always coordinated in a specific manner to prevent, number one, injury. Number two, to conserve energy. And number three, to balance out the forces. For example, before moving an object, estimate its approximate weight by attempting to slide, tilt, or partially lift it. Okay, para mabalaan mo kung ano siya ka bugat. Okay. Lifting is, again, a common activity performed both at work and at home. Um, it is also an activity that is often performed incorrectly, as I've said before. One of the main elements of safe lifting task is, again, the importance of your proper body mechanics. Proper body mechanics will ensure that the back is well protected and that the motions required at the uh, contributing segments are not only effective but efficient for lifting. 
safety should be maximized and energy expenditure minimized during lifting. So to start, if we go to the next slide, we'll see there your types of lifting. Number one, the number one type of lifting is your deep squat lift. A deep squat lift is performed to position the hips below the level of the knees. The lifter straddles the object with the upper extremity parallel to each other. Usually, this is being used kung medyo bugat gidang imo nga hakwaton. The next slide, you'll see there your power lift. In a power lift, only a half squat is performed so the hips remain above the level of the knees. Sa deep squat lift, below ang hips sa knees, sa power lift, the hips remain above the level of the knees. Amo nila main difference. The lifter's feet are parallel to each other and remain behind the object with the upper extremities parallel to each other. Again, this can be used for heavy objects. Next slide, you'll see there your straight leg lift. As you can see, the lifter's knees are only slightly flexed or it can be extended. Para ni siya sa object nga ara sa mga lapit sa center of mass. Next, uh, your one leg stance lift, also known as your golfer's lift, is a uh, type of lifting that can be used for light objects and makwa lamblas ang isa ka extremity. To pick up the object, the weight bearing lower extremity is partially flexed at the hip, as you can see kay ma'am sa picture, and the knee. While the non-weight-bearing extremity is extended to counterbalance the forward movement of the tongue. Karon kung ara lang sa isa ka position ang both both extremities ma stoop forward kana na and hindi siya uh, proper body mechanics. Mas mayuning amon yung position kay as you can see, ging extend ni uh, ging extend sang girl ang iyang uh, non-weight bearing extremity kay para makompensate ya ang flexion moments sa trunk kay para hindi mag curve ang iya spine kag ma-remain sa neutral on the next slide you'll see there your half kneeling lift this lift allows the lifter to secure the object close to the body before standing Usually, um, in my preferences, amugin siya ang ginagamit ko. The half kneeling lift is useful for uh, persons of small stature, those with limited upper extremity strength, and for persons whose initial, unilateral, low extremity strength, and overall balance while standing are exceptional. Siyempre kay ginabutangan mo load ang isa ka parts ng imong extremity. Before attempting this, you need to have a secure and stable nga weight-bearing extremity. Dapat, most of the time, it isometrically contracts to prevent collapse. Kaya may gina-lift ka nga something heavy. 
the next slide, you'll see there your traditional lift. To perform a traditional lift, the lifter faces the object with the feet anteroposterior on each side of the object and the lower extremities in a deep squat. The lift provides stability and makes use of the large extensor muscles of the lower extremity to raise the body into full standing. Next one is your stoop lift. When an object rests below the level of the waist but can be reached without squatting, the lifter can stoop the lift or stooping meaning ma bend ka lang ma bend ka lang hindi ka mag uh, extend sang imo hips but i maintain mo siya in a neutral position kay ang knees ang ma go down the person partially flexes the hips and knees and maintains the lumbar spine in its norm normal lordosis this lift requires less energy expenditure than a lift that uses a deep or full squat. Usually allotted for a briefcase, uh, maleta, um, ano pa? Uh, farmers ngaga gamit sang ilanga uh, upper extremity to lift their crops. Usually stoop lift man ilanga gamit. On the next slide, uh, for the sake of this discussion, we'll be discussing only your traditional lift. The sequence of movement for your traditional lift. As, it, as the lift begins, or begins, there is an active postural setting by the head, trunk, and pelvis. Meaning, ginakondisyon sang imo body ang imo nga muscles to perform the lift. Amana siyang ginamin sang postural setting. The individual holds his or her hand and trunk in the midline alignment and stabilizes the lumbar spine by moving the pelvis into its neutral position. Okay? Uh, at no time during the activity should the individual flex the spine. Hindi it's improper body mechanics. It should remain in its properly aligned position using the hips to move the torso rather than the back. Uh, prior to lifting, the individual tests again the object to be lifted to get an idea of its weight. Next, uh, to move into a squat, the hips laterally rotate to about 45 degrees and flex to about 90 degrees. ER 45 flex 90. The ankles move into dorsiflexion as the tibia moves forward over the foot and the knees flex to lower the body as the hands are able to grasp the box. The hip position of abduction and lateral rotation is maintained throughout the preparation phase. As the squat brings the individual's hand closer to the box, the hips flex to move the torso over the box, keeping the back straight in its neutral position. Habang ga lower ka, ga ga closer ka sa object, the individual uses the upper extremities to move forward into 
shoulder flexion with elbows extension to wrist uh, to reach and obtain a firm grasp sa object. Uh, next slide, slide number 17. To begin to lift the box, the hands obtain a secure grasp on the object using a uh, finger flexion with shoulder girdle. Okay, the box is then moved closer to the body with the trunk erect. Um, the individual now moves to stand up. Once the box or the object in this case is secured, the standing motion is accomplished from the power of the lower extremities. It is initiated by the hips and knees and as the individual stands, the object should remain close to the body and the trunk maintain its neutral position with a wide base of support. Okay? For joint motion of lifting, again, number one rule, the movement of all of this begins by positioning the head and trunk and the pelvis or postural setting. To begin to lift the box, the scapular rotators, this time the upward and downward or medial and lateral rotators, co-contract to stabilize the scapula as the shoulders move to about 60 degrees of flexion and adducted midway between medial and lateral rotation or scaption. The elbows and forearms are in extension and mid position to reach for the object and to grasp it. The wrists extend from functional position and the thumb and the fingers move first into full extension and abduction to reach the box and then into flexion and adduction to grasp it. The shoulders are adducted towards the trunk and the scapula are stabilized against the thorax. Once the box is secured or the object is secured and it's moved closer to the trunk, the hips and knees move into extension maintaining a wide base of support with the hips in abduction and lateral rotation. Okay. Um, for your muscular activity, again, there is uh, components for lifting. This time, dua lang ya iya components. The postural setting and during the lifting activity. On slide 21, you'll see there the postural setting. Again, setting is to ano, stabilize the body for movements requiring contraction of all postural control muscles. Your neck flexors, extensors, specifically the SEM and scalene for flexors and splenius and erector spinae for the extensors. The erector spinae and abdominals contract to stabilize the trunk. The pelvis and the lumbar spine maintain their neutral position by co-contraction of the transverse abdominis and multifidus muscle.
okay um the hips are laterally rotated by the gluteus maximus and the deep lateral rotators with contributions from the sartorius uh, your gluteus maximus and your deep lateral rotators your anong deep lateral rotators the red carpet muscle your preformis obturator internus obturator externus gemello superior and gemellus inferior those are your deep lateral rotators along with your sartorius sartorius ay ara sa front si deep lateral rotators ara sa uh, post, sa likod ni gluteus maximus or mas deeper pagid moving into a squat the erector spinae muscles isometrically contract to maintain proper spinal position and the abdominals provide lumbar stability the hips and knees in this position flex using eccentric contractions of the g max and hamstrings at the hip si g max sa hip kag si hamstring sa knee as the squat deepens the deep lateral rotators again your g max piriformis obturator internus obturator externus gemellus superior and gemellus inferior together with your sartorius continue to maintain the hips in lateral rotation the gastrocnemius group stabilizes the ankle and uh, it eccentrically controls the tibia moving forward over the foot into dorsiflexion again gastroc groups eccentrically control the tibia as the squat brings the individual closer to the object, the hip extensors eccentrically uh, contract to control the required amount of trunk motion to reach the object. During this phase or this part, the erector spinae maintains the set or the postural setting through an isometric contraction. Okay. Lastly, on slide 22, uh, once the box is lifted, the shoulders move into flexion by the clavicular portion sang pectoralis major, anterior deltoid, and sinong isa, nga shoulder flexor, brachialis, cracobrachialis, biceps. Correct answer is cracobrachialis. Hindi pwede si biceps kay it's only a weak shoulder flexor. Mas stronger si cracobrachialis. And the arm is also adducted alongside the trunk by the pectoralis major, latissimus dorsi, and your teres major. Again, it's positioned midway between medial and lateral rotation by the subscapularis anterior deltoid infraspinatus, and teres minor. Okay? Tatlo sa sits and si anterior deltoid. Si subscapularis, infraspinatus, teres minor, and anterior deltoid. Since the shoulders are not elevated uh, during this motion, the scapula maintains their position with, again, co-contraction of your 
upward and downward rotators to provide a stable base for the humeral head. The elbows are maintained in extension by co-contraction of the triceps and the elbow flexors. See, uh, agonist, see, triceps, antagonist, see, uh, elbow flexors. Specifically, see, biceps, brachialis, and brachioradialis. The wrists are stabilized in a functional position by co-contraction of your wrist extensors and finger flexors. Specifically, wrist extensors, your extensor carpi, radialis longus, previs, and extensor carpi, ulnaris. Your finger flexors, sisino, si FDS and FDP. The fingers are also adapted by the palmar interossi. Once the box, or the object in this case, is firmly secured, all of those muscles maintain an isometric contraction to provide and hold the object in place. Ngayon lift mo. When the individual is ready to lift the box, the knees and the hips extend through concentric contraction of the G-max and the hamstrings. The base of support should always be wide in hip abduction and lateral rotation is again provided by the um, G-max, deep lateral rotators, and lastly, your sartorius. Okay, that is all for your sit-to-stand and lifting. Thank you.